0: Two, three. Welcome to the Smartest Amazon Seller Podcast. I am your host, Scott Needham. I am an Amazon seller. I am here to help you be the smartest Amazon seller in the room. Um, there is so much to learn and uh, educating yourself is always... It's extremely important. I mean, I'm just going to be straight up. Like, like I find solutions every day. I've been doing this for eight years and I'm still making some optimizations that... Uh, really just make us a lot better. And so the goal of this podcast is to share that with you. I know there's many subjects that I have covered that uh, no one else has even talked about, never even heard about it. Um, I think you would do uh, yourself a great service, listen to some of the earlier episodes. Um, If you haven't, if you're newer to the podcast, I would uh, definitely the first 10 episodes uh, shared a bunch of unique insights so I want to talk about what's going on this year so there's just a lot going on in the news right now with Amazon and I would be uh, it would be uh, not wise to just not talk about it We have um, three different things that I have in my mind so first off uh, some predictions of what's going on uh, right now. Uh, so Amazon fulfillment centers are overflowing. I am now in the early August and um, I'm seeing a lot of conversations and we have it for us as well, where products are getting restricted and what we can send into Amazon. The, I generally understand that the last 30 days of sales are dictating a sales velocity in to how many units you can send in. This is, and this is not considering, you know, um, seasonality of certain products. And so um, Amazon obviously has upset a lot of people about, about this. But um, just a little bit of a recap of how we got here is we know that um, Amazon slowly loosened their restrictions um, in May and especially in June. In June, it was pretty much they said like, hey, we're open. We've got lots of space. Well... That was probably a mistake, because um, there are tens of thousands of us that, you know, sold through our inventory in March and April, and um, and then we had money in our pockets because we we're ready to to replenish that inventory, and we just overwhelmed Amazon in June. It was very early in July when they started rolling out some IPI. Uh, restrictions, IPIs, the inventory performance index. You have it on your uh, on your Amazon account. It kind of es- essentially says how uh, efficiently are you? Is your inventory are you stocking too deep or are you stocking too little? Um, and it gives you a number, a score. And they said for anything that is uh, below 500, they may have increased uh, capacity restrictions for you. So. Um, be so in July Amazon started communicating that this was going to be a thing and it's because we just had a we actually had a second quarter Christmas where just like sales were were really strong especially in certain categories like grocery and home um and and health categories and and so all the sellers just responded by sending in so much June what looks like that the uh most people's logistics caught up and they were able to send stuff back in. But understand that Amazon this last year has opened up 50% more fulfillment center space in just a year, and it's already filled it up. I, I don't know if that rings a bell to you because it should. We're talking about the best logistics network in the world grew by 50% in a single year. And like this is like what took them 15 years to build they scaled it by 50% in a year. So they went really big. And what's crazy is uh, the, the foresight that that was because of how much space they were going to need. Uh, I predict that the last five months of this year, they're going to continue to be extremely strong for Amazon and for sellers. Um Because we have all that we have, people stocking up for Prime Day. We have Cyber Monday holidays, and we have Christmas, and and since everyone kind of uh, went through a large selling experience earlier this year, uh, all their systems are telling them to to buy, 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 and send in inventory to Amazon. So that's what's going to happen. And there's a few things that you should be doing to react to this today. So our IPI, mine is actually at 460. It could be better, but like I, we actually have a really good sell-through, way better than last year. But I think the main factor is that Amazon also they punish you for running out of stock on your active ASINs. So I've heard of people closing SKUs to increase their IPI so that you know um, that you don't get penalized for having uh, out of stock things. I actually don't know the full formula behind what makes your score, Amazon tells you, you know, it's your stranded inventory, it's your sell through and all of those things. But uh, I don't personally worry about our number right now. We're able to send in most of what we want. I've seen a few COVID restrictions, but I even see people with higher IPIs having a restriction. So the number itself doesn't uh, matter, but I I do think that um, there's a few things that you should be considering. Because Amazon's not perfect and they're going to be leaving uh, some of your sales on the table because they're not letting you send in everything that you can. Um, But this affects people in different ways. Consider if you have a warehouse or you don't. Maybe you're operating out of your house. Maybe you are in a different country and you're reliant totally on prep centers. Maybe you run a prep center and all of a sudden, you know, you're getting a bunch of stuff in your warehouse and you have to actually store it. So we do have a little bit of uh, storage and we're going to have to like really look into that so that we're ready to have the units Get sent in, you know, October, November, the moment that they can get sent in. Consider uh, checking every single day, can we send this in, can we send this in? You likely will have some products that you can't send in everything that you want. So just face that fact and work around it. I think that means you just have to react uh, to the, you know, make sure that you don't just sit on these things and that you, um, I mean, there's been some seasons where we've like sat on inventory and forgot it. So uh, make sure that, you know, you, you don't forget to check what you can send in consistently. Um, and this is only, uh, as, as I was saying, like this is only going to get a little more crazy as things go on. I think this is a time to also face some facts about the pandemic. It's here for more months. It is not going to go away in a month or two or three. Um, there... You know, the idea of a vaccine, even when the vaccine is here, it'll take uh, months for that to get rolled out. People may not even take it. There's just a lot of uh, commotion. So consider that that e-commerce will continue to do really well. Um, I think we're going to see even more brick and mortars go out of business. We've seen some big ones uh, you know, uh, go, but there's going to be more because everyone does have COVID fatigue. I mean, we all want our lives back. I want my life back, I, um, but I do think us as Amazon sellers, we are part of the solution. Fortunately, our business model is uh, friendly to a pandemic and I'm completely behind on this, that giving offers on Amazon is a service that is, that is desperately needed in all categories. You know, people want a good shopping experience. They want trustworthy sellers, and and that that is us. So um, there is always more to invest in, you know, marketing your products and uh, getting, you know, optimizing them and having inventory in the right places. So um, get on top of your logistics and uh, and consider all the storage options. Get ready to send in Amazon the day it's ready. Get some, and, and potentially there may be some FBM um, options that will save your bacon, uh, and doing FBM is obviously a lot easier with a lower SKU count. FBM for us is a nightmare with our our large SKU count. With a few thousand, we actually have about uh, I'd say about two thousand products that we've offered on FBM, and not a big fan of it, but we do get sales, and it is uh, I can't ignore it uh, for the certain products that it works for. Also, you know, you may consider some financing options. Uh, you want to be uh, leaning into the opportunities that you see. You know, you uh, don't want cash to be like the only thing. Make sure that you know you're spending your money so that you get some really big uh, disbursements <laughs> come December. It'll happen. So, okay, next issue. I also just want to talk about this one just really briefly. Um, this affects some people greatly. Uh, the buy box. I covered this in a YouTube video quite well, showing everything that's going on. So uh, check my YouTube channel if you want to see that. But it's clear that the buy box has changed from July 1st to the 2nd. That is the date that I, in our systems, found that a big change happened. There's lots of speculation uh, that... large sellers are able to hog the buy box longer. The buy box is just like sticking. It's not rotating. Why? We don't exactly know, but I've uncovered that um, some things. I, I do show it in the video, but uh, that, it, that it is looking like larger sellers with larger feedback scores get more of the buy box, and it, but it, there could be some other factors such as stock levels, or um, internal uh, scoring on an ASIN level. Uh, It could be your feedback percentages. Uh, Maybe you've had a lot of refunds on that product. And even sales history on that ASIN, like lifetime sales history. Either way, it's real. What does it mean? I don't know. Amazon said there is no bug. that this is working as intended. So that may be very uncomfortable to hear for for you, but you you just may have to adapt around that. What does that mean? Start considering less competitive products or create your own bundle packs from suppliers that you have or uh, launch some unique products where the buy box is not necessarily the case. Likely you have some products in hand and you can uh, consider... Uh, launching uh, similar products that you think that customers would want. You know, I always advocate. You know, get your mind in the customers' mind itself, so that you um, know what they might want. Um, but I can't quite figure out exactly what the buy box is doing. But it is what it is, and we have to adapt. Okay, final topic. I was gonna just briefly mention is that I've actually done a few news articles uh, for interviews lately and even talked to a guy that's writing a book about Amazon. That was today. He's talking about the Amazon marketplace. And I just want to tell you that I advocate for, you know, a pretty equal marketplace. I don't love that Amazon retail hogs the buy box. I would say any retailer that's doing you know that's in the FBA program, that means you're shipping the same product at the same price at the same fulfillment uh, type, I would advocate for equality at that or even some transparency. Um, we saw Jeff Bezos get hit pretty hard at the congressional hearing uh, just a week ago. And there's plenty of stories of how seller performance needs to simply get better at dealing with, with sellers. This is something that's not new to the podcast. I've talked about it. Um, but I am, you know, when I, anytime I I come in contact with someone that, you know, wants to write news articles about Amazon, this is the kind of thing that I am telling them that, that, uh, we want better communication from Amazon. We want, uh, more consideration and, uh, transparency. Honestly, I have seen progress from Amazon. I do think that like, it's like years too late. Like this, these things should have been around years ago. Um, but we do have access to the account health team. You may have a uh, button on your account health page that says like "call us." That's a pretty uh, solid way to get someone um, to help you out. Not all accounts have this, but um, as as last I checked, but we do, and I have found them to be actually quite informative. They know the status on your account. They can help you even uh, write a plan of action. I've emailed them once and our plan of action, and they gave me some feedback. Um, there is even a, an appeal button that I have seen people talk about there. And then there's a status bar, whether your account is red, yellow, or green. And hopefully you're in the green, but these are some improvements that I really like. They kind of give you peace of mind. They It, it, it helps me feel like Amazon is is actually working towards us I know that there's more that they can do in terms of being transparent here and um, so that's kind of my message is always that like yeah Amazon's like doing all right here but like they need to do a lot better Um, they're a trillion dollar company it's kind of crazy that they've uh, taken as long as they have to do the things that they've done Um, so uh, that's my spiel and I, I think there's a lot going on this year that is unique, and I know you need to be considering all of your options and because you're probably going to to pivot your business at least once by the end of the year. Uh, so if you like this podcast, uh, p- please share it with others. Uh, leave a review if you want. Uh, for a little while, I was joking around and said, hey, leave a two-star review because I had no two-star reviews at the time. Uh, I it was just... Messing with it because I, I I don't really care about reviews, but like if you want to, that's great. Um, it'll uh, uh, it's 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 a huge compliment. It helps support the show, and um, you could check out my YouTube channel, um, a smartest Amazon seller, or maybe it's the smartest seller. I don't remember, <laughs> and maybe I'll throw it in the show notes, and um, where I, I I did talk about some of these exact issues in that channel. Um, and listen to, uh, you know, my other episodes, and that's um, that's what I've got for you guys. I have uh, really appreciated a lot of the great feedback that I've got. I get someone contacting me on a daily basis right now, so super grateful. I've got some some good uh, fall uh, episodes coming where I spent. Us, uh money you know creating experiments so that what i am telling you guys i have like a little bit of authority over it because i've seen things happen so so stay tuned next week and um, i hope that you know you have a gnarly q4 we are only two months away from q4 and so the preparation happens now um well i digress i was about to wrap things up. Thanks for tuning in and uh, catch you next week. Bye. One, two, three. (laughs) This episode has been produced by LaunchPod Media.